0: Hey friends, it is 10 a.m. and I am in Boise, Idaho. I'm standing in, I'm standing at the bottom of this, I think they're calling this a cathedral. Maybe I'll take a picture of this and post it on Instagram before uh, I gotta jump back in the van and head over to Spokane, Washington. It's like six and a half hours away. And I thought I would turn on the microphone and share a thought with you that came from I came out of a conversation I had last night uh, from a Let's Cheers hang. And in the middle of this conversation, this this topic came up and I realized this is something that you may find incredibly uncomfortable, but I think, I, I don't think, I know, I guarantee if you lean into it, if you lean into this situation and do this, uh, it will it will change your life. I, oh man, I know that sounds so freaking heavy. Oh, this is gonna change your life. But literally, really, I realized it's something I've done over the years. And it has changed my life. It's impacted my career as a musician. It's impacted as a musician. It's impacted my career as a musician. It's impacted my life personally. Uh, but before I dive into that, if this is your first time hearing about this whole "let's cheers" thing, really, what it boils down to is I had a question. I'm going to be. I'm on the road over the next two months, traveling all across America, and I thought to myself, what would happen if I use social media purely with the goal of trying to hang out with as many of you in person as possible. Sometimes it's been with a group, sometimes it's been one-on-one, but every single time it's been so massively enjoyable and fulfilling to sit down with those of you that have gotten to and just have a conversation, uh, talk about life, Last night was another incredible conversation and it actually started 15 years ago. (laughs) Check this out, 15 years ago, I was traveling with a band that went around and played at a bunch of youth camps throughout the summer. And while I was at a youth camp called Lost Valley in Northern Michigan, I ended up meeting Phil, uh, who was a camper there at the time, or maybe he was a, I can't remember if he was a camper or if he was like a volunteer, a youth volunteer. He's just a few years younger than me. Uh, We ended up meeting there, spent a week at camp together, and then just parted ways never to run into each other again uh, for 15 years, but we had followed each other on social media. So when he found out I was doing this Let's Cheers project, and I was going to be in his hometown of Boise where he currently lives, we met at the venue, and we walked to grab a beer at a nearby brew pub, And we sat for like an hour and just talked about life, what the last 15 years uh, has looked like for him and for me and where he's at now. He just had a kid about a year ago. And it ended up just being a blast of a conversation. But at some point, uh, at some point, uh, halfway through our beers, he started talking to me about this project that he's been working on, starting this company, learning how to roast coffee. And he, I was asking him, like, okay, what goes into that? How'd you start? Turns out you can start roasting coffee in a popcorn popper uh, on the oven, uh, on the stove. I had no idea you could do that. And he ended up telling me, Uh, One of the most influential parts uh, of him learning to roast coffee was he was living in Seattle And he wanted to learn more about it and so he ended up reaching out to one of the most legit coffee roasters in Seattle and he said he just reached out to him and said, hey, I am learning about this. I would love to learn more. You are a pro. Would you, is there any way you'd be willing to sit down with me and let me pick your brain, ask you questions and learn from you? Phil said that he was super nervous to reach out. Uh, it's just like, cause that's normal. You're just apprehensive. Here's someone that's super legit in this world that I'm, I'm thinking about diving into. And so this, it's kind of intimidating to reach out. And he went on to just talk about how, how bit massive that was in his journey of learning something new to sit down with someone experienced, to ask advice, to learn from someone else's mistakes. Alright, hold on just a second. If it sounds like I'm walking right now, I'm going to start making my way back to the van because we do have to leave here in just a few minutes. But here's the deal. Uh, As Phil was telling me about this experience sitting down with this master coffee uh, roaster and learning from them, I realized that it's something I haven't really talked about on this podcast, doing that, reaching out to someone and sitting down with someone that you respect or you want to learn from or you want advice from, whether they are in the field that you want to go into for your career, like musically, they play the same instrument as you, or just personally, someone you respect. This act of reaching out to someone has been one of the most influential practices of my life. Man, the, the number of times I've reached out to someone and ask them to sit down and ask their advice, or just have a conversation with them, is literally countless. And I have realized that this practice is—how do I want to say this? This uh, this practice, this discipline, this uh, the courage to reach out to someone like this is, uh, number one, it's super intimidating. And I know, uh, there's a massive chance that you have found yourself wanting to do that, but have been too nervous or not, or haven't known what the best way of going about that is. Um, but it is critical and a catalyst to living a curious life to, uh, progressing yourself as a person, man on this podcast, I'm doing it all the time, reaching out to people, seeing if they want to sit down for the podcast and let me interview them, but you don't need a podcast. You don't need an excuse that's anything more than hey, I just want to learn from you But like I said, I know it can be intimidating to reach out to someone uh, that you respect But you've never met before. So here's what we do really quick. I want to give you three things that I do or I think about when reaching out to someone, and my hope is that this, number one, gives you the confidence. If you have been waiting and putting off, reaching out to someone, maybe you've never done it, uh, my hope is that this will give you the confidence to step out, reach out, email, text, call that person, and schedule a time to sit down with them. These three things are crucial uh, to the success of you getting together with someone and making it happen. The reason I'm sharing this is because one of the worst things that you can do in a situation like this is just a vague reach out. Hey, uh, my name's Rob, I'm a bass player and I'm wondering if you want to get together for coffee. I'd love to uh, pick your brain or ask you some questions. People are busy. Most likely the person that you want to reach out to and get together with. Is has a schedule. Most likely they have a family and every time that's away from work or family is a massive ask. So sitting down over coffee is totally understandable. That, that can be a massive ask depending on how busy uh, the person that you're wanting to reach out to is. So that is actually why these three things are super important uh, because there's nothing, nothing is going to hinder the your chance of getting face to face or even over the phone talking with someone than a vague reach out. Hey, my my name's Rob and I play bass. I'm gonna be in your town. Uh, I'm wondering if you uh, wanna get together for coffee uh, and uh, hang out for an hour. If I got that cold email, uh, I would be like, well, I know I've got things to do. This is just another person asking for my time. But here's the deal. Uh, People want to share what they've learned. People want to help out other people and send the elevator back down. People want to feel like they're making a difference in other people's lives. But it's these these vague these vague reach outs that I've that I've heard people doing in conversations that just crush me because I feel like you are just it's one of the easiest things uh, to think about when you're reaching out to someone that can set you up for success in the situation. Okay, I'm gonna just burn through these. Here's the three things that I would think about. Number one. The first thing you need to do when you reach out to someone, no matter if you're reaching out via text, you're DMing someone on Instagram, or you're sending an email, the first thing you should always do in this communication is introduce yourself, who you are, and why uh, you think that they are awesome or why you respect them. Now, this isn't sucking up to someone, this isn't uh, blowing smoke up someone's butt, this is genuine, not manipulative, this is genuine sharing what it is about this person that it makes you so fascinated and wanna sit down with them. I remember uh, getting together with a bassist, a pro session musician in Nashville, Brent, I said, my name's Rob, I'm a bass player, I'm in town, I'm doing pre-production for a tour, I've been following your work for years, it was another bass player that I was, was going to sit down with, I was like, hey, I really, I absolutely loved your work on these albums, I've been, I've loved... I've been following you on Instagram and I really respect your approach to music. So introduce yourself and what give this person, because the first thing they're thinking is how do I know you? You meet somebody, think about meeting someone for the first time. Hey, uh, hey, this is a friend of mine. You start introducing mutual friends. It's this finding this point of connection. How are you connected with this person? What do you have to do with me is one of the first things that's going to come to someone's mind. Second is be specific about why uh, you want to get together with them and what you want to talk about. Hey, uh, I'm getting into coffee roasting. If Phil could say, you know. I really respect uh, what you've been doing uh, in the world of roasting I would love to get together with you about some of your uh, about your beginning your first few years of roasting and ask you about you know what you learned and, and if there were any mistakes that you wish someone would have helped you uh, try to avoid what you wish you would have known starting out I would love to talk with you the more specific you can be the greater your chances are of this person going, here's, oh, hey, by the way, here's the deal. When you do this, when you're specific, uh, what that does to a person getting receiving this email from you is it almost, it's almost like a, It's almost like a deep breath. Like, oh, okay, their shoulders go down. This this person, uh, this is going to be an intent, this person knows that this is going to be an intentional conversation. You're not gonna get together and just small talk about life, that you have intentional questions that you wanna sit down for a purpose. So ask yourself, before you even reach out to someone, what do I want to do? Maybe what is it that I want to talk with this person about? Maybe write down five questions, like five really specific things. And you could put that in your email. Like, hey, I want to talk about these three topics. I feel like you are a specialist on this. And I feel like I, there's something massive I can learn from you. And hey, speaking of specifics, give a specific amount of time. Because a the person, the, those vague emails... Just like, hey, can we get together? Well, why don't you say, is there any way that I could steal you for one hour over coffee? Let me buy you coffee. Let me buy you a beer and have you for no for an hour and a half of your time, or be specific about the amount of time. Keep it around an hour. That's plenty of time. That's like a that's doable. Hey, and speaking about the time, the third thing I always do is I wanna make it as easy as this as possible for this person to say yes and commit to a date and time. So I instead of making the mistake that I've done a bajillion times of reaching out to someone and saying, hey, is there any time we can get together? Uh, then you then you're starting out, is there any time or what location works best for you? Then you're, then you're into this person instantly is feeling, oh, okay, okay, here's 10 more emails back and forth, setting up a date and time and location. That's just that much more work on their end of getting them to say yes to getting together with you. So, how about this? How about you do a little research? See, hey, are they a session musician? Where do they work in town? Uh, do you know what part of town they live in? It could be anything as specific as, hey, I'm going to be in town next Tuesday, and I'm wondering if you have any time between noon and 6 p.m. I would love to grab coffee or a beer. I know there's a location near you. We can do that there. Or if uh, if your schedule is a little bit more flexible and they are busier uh, and their time is a little bit more scarce, you could say, "Hey, is there any time?" in the next two to three weeks that you would have an hour to sit down and I could grab you coffee. We can meet near your studio. I know uh, this coffee shop is just a couple blocks away. We can meet there or at this bar. But if there is an hour anytime within the next few weeks, uh, let me know and I'd love to make something happen. I'm available anytime after noon. Again, it's being specific and it allows someone to say, oh, okay, this person is intentional about this. Uh, and it's just easier for them to go do a yes. By the way, it's like 10 minutes over. I need to jump in the van here. So I'm gonna wrap this up. Uh, but I wanna wrap it up with this. Or how about this, within the next month, reach out to someone, start the conversation going. You don't have to schedule, you don't have to make it happen, but at least reach out to one or two people that you'd love to make happen because this is such a massive thing getting to learn. We live in a world where it's never been easier to reach out to someone and DM your favorite guitar player on Instagram uh, or someone that you look up to uh, in town. But I think uh, a goal of reaching out to one or two people within the next month is super doable if you've never done this before. But let me leave you with this. Uh, When you do sit down with someone and you're thinking about the questions you want to ask them I would encourage you to embrace the goal of trying to learn how this person thinks about things Uh, Here's an example I've had younger bass players reach out to me and say, hey, can we sit down and talk about life and music? And yeah, so we get together, have a coffee, and the first question they say is, Oh man, okay, what bass are you playing? What uh, what pedals are you playing? Are you playing are you playing a P bass or a jazz bass? Or what what like what are the things? What are your tools? And I totally understand uh, this, and I that that's a great that's totally reasonable to be asking someone that. But more importantly, what if your goal was to find out how someone thinks about their music how they approach that what it is they do and why it is they make the decisions maybe a better question instead of asking uh say a bass player hey do you are, are you playing a p bass or jazz bass uh maybe a better question is hey You know, you've got a P bass and a jazz bass and these other basses, what is it about this bass that you've been playing, uh, what is it about that that made you reach for that? What is it about the sound of this? What is it about this sound that makes you feel uh, like it fits this music? Because it's in the approach. The real goal is learning about it's not learning uh, necessarily someone's journey or how they got to where they are. It's spending this time to figure out the way people think and approach life. That's where the value is. That's what sets people apart. Is how you think about things. All right, I gotta go. Gotta jump in this van. Uh, I'm just. I feel like I'm just like deep in this. I could. I wish I, wish I was having a conversation. I feel like I'm cutting this short, but wherever you are, my hope is that you reach out to someone with confidence and courage, but also humility, and you do it in a way that's specific and intentional to make the most out of your time, man, because this is the coolest thing. Man, it is so badass that we live in a world that we are be able to, to reach out and connect with people we respect. It's one of the coolest things uh, about being on the road in 2019, uh, the amount of connections and personal sitting down uh, with people. Hey, by the way, shout out to Phil. Thank you for the coffee. Uh, Dan and I are going to be drinking that today. I'm pumped to, uh, I'm pumped to taste uh, your art. <laughs> it's such oh my gosh, that's so weird to say. All right, I'm to go. I'm jumping this van. I uh, hope you have a great rest of your afternoon. And as always, stay curious.